Welcome back to another episode of Man Cave Movie Night. Hello. We are so excited this week because we get to talk <sighs> about not only one of our favorite shows, but one of the highest rated shows that has ever been on television. Planet Shane. The, <laughs> the Emmy Award winning Young, young Sheldon. Sheldon. Woo! <laughs> yeah, young Sheldon. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so to start, no, you know what, what we're talking about because of the title of the episode. You but that is, on it. is, of course, Breaking Bad. And to start, as always, when I have to start and I feel lazy, we're going to take a quiz. Hey! But, but quizzes, not, not fun, just though. any quiz. This is, according to the internet, the hardest Breaking Bad trivia quiz you'll ever take. Dang. Um, so, if you want to play along, um, no, it's from... <laughs> Answer these questions and find out which Breaking Bad character you are. <laughs> which kind of illicit substance are you? Which kind of horrible, illegal man are you? I've, I've taken it seven times and I've gotten Ted Beneke every time. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this quiz! Okay, I no, keep so... getting Walt Jr. Happy birthday to Mr. Mr. President. <laughs> That Dang. part's cringy. No, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's the bad so, part of Breaking Bad. We're going to go back and bad. forth. Uh, I'll let you guys decide who wants to go first. All right. I'll uh, go we're going to do the same thing. Okay. okay. We'll just trade question by question? Yeah, that, that works okay. for me. This is the hardest one. How many questions do we get? Uh, there's a lot. We're just going right. to keep going we'll until go with we're a done. Until we decide and I might that skip I a couple. Um. <laughs> Do you want to start with an easy one, or do you want to start with like the hardest questions? Start with the easy ones because I haven't watched Breaking Bad in over a year. Okay, like any, like I haven't watched the full series in who knows how long. Okay, well let's just make sure you have seen the series with this question: What type of cancer does Walter? Oh, also, spoilers. This whole (laughs) okay, yeah. (laughs) So if you're so if you're planning on watching Breaking Bad. And you don't want any spoilers. We're we're going to talk about the best moments, and a lot of those come out of nowhere. So, uh, yeah, just keep that in mind. Okay, what type of cancer does Walter White find out he has in season one? <laughs> it's lung, right? Lung cancer. Ding! It is lung cancer. Uh, Episode one, even. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Okay. F you and your eyebrows. <laughs> so I'm going to go to Lucas. Lucas, this goes from. Like I said, easy to hard. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> it's the hardest. To... Okay, what are the names of the elements that form the stylized title of the show? Oh, I know ooh. this. I know it. Can um, I steal? Ooh, Bron- uh, can... Brontium and Barium. That's pretty close. Barium no, is right. Bron- uh, bromine is the other one. Bromine. That is correct. Yeah. That is very good, Niall. That's two points for Niall. Oh, yeah. brother. I got half. I got just as many half as he got. <laughs> bromine. I'm barium. sorry. It's it's all or nothing. We should. Okay, fine. Brontium okay. is not an element. Is that I was. Element? It was not an element. Are, I was able like to confirm. Brontium? <laughs> yeah, I think so. 70% water and 95% brontium. <laughs> um. I was able to confirm, though, that Barium was correct before Jared confirmed that it was correct. And so that, that's why I get the full point. Yeah. Uh, Plus, I'm again. shocked either of you guys got either of those. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what is printed? This is a tough one. This is back to Niall. Okay. What is printed on the vanity license plate of the car Walter White destroys in the gas station? Oh, oh, oh. Ah, uh, 
um, <coughs> isn't it like it's something really annoying and obnoxious, like like Big Shot or something it, like that? Or I'll, I'll give you a hint. Or more it's money. A, it's a name and then wins. Oh, oh yeah. So um, if you can tell me the name, J- <sighs> in fact, I'll give you. Do you want four? Jake wins? <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, that is incorrect. Oh, four. Lucas. You were going to give me options. I was going to give you names. Oh, okay. Well, now you can give them to me. If you gave me the yeah, names, I'll, get, I'll give them to I Lucas. I think I would get it right. But, uh-huh. Jim, Tom, Ken, Max. Max. I know it. No, it's no, Ken. Ken. It's Ken. All right, I said it first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't right, think let's... either of us get that point because that was way no. too many hints. <clears throat> well, Luke, Lucas, this one's a little easier. All right. Steal. In episode, or in the season two episode titled Grilled, what does Hector Salamanca see Walter White do that makes him angry? Hmm. Steal. Something with the Salamanca brother. Or no, something. He... So for, this H- is like Hector the, Salamanca the, is the bell guy. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Who this Hector is the first Salamanca time is. he meets him, basically. Oh, this is the first time they meet? Let's see. Yeah, what does he, what does he see? He, that makes um, oh, he puts the, uh, stuff in the burrito. He puts the poison in the burrito. That's one of two possible answers. That is the answer I'm going for. Mm. Okay. Cause the other answer is he changes the channel. Oh yeah. He on the television. He does do that. So actually he does not do that. He says that that's the reason why he was angry at him because oh. Hector was oh. listening to them plotting to kill Tuco. Yeah. Right. So and they didn't realize he was conscious to the point of like being able to rat them out. Right. Ah. <laughs> okay, but okay. Okay, back to Niall. Um, what type of pizza does Walter White throw on the roof? It's a pepperoni pizza. Isn't that it? is correct. Oh come on. Thank you. <laughs> Fine. Uh, I appreciate it. What is... Okay, Lucas, what what are we at points-wise? Uh, two, two. I'm at three. Because um, I, I got the, the I think you just got your third. barium, and the lung. Yeah, so that was my third point. This was my okay. second, I think. Okay. Because I got first. And this one's back to you, Lucas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's my turn again. Okay. My, my, my turn. My, okay. my, my turn. When Walter, <laughs> Chill, you scared me. when Walter is trying to get rid of the, to rid his lab of a fly, Ooh. what does Jesse mistake for a dead insect? He's like, oh, Mr. White, yo, I got it. Look. And then Mr. White's like, this is a, <laughs> and he says it's something. A trap. This is beans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he says... This is a small piece of brontium that fell out of your booty hole. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that's not what we're going for. A uh, piece of tuna fish sandwich. Piece of sandwich. Piece of food. Piece of chunk it of is, meat. It is food, but I, I feel I like I'm going to let Niall try to take a um, steal. It's, it's a raisin. A raisin. Raisin, yeah. <laughs> it is a raisin. Um, I have another question, Lucas, for you that... Okay. Most people would be able to get the raisin question about that episode, but people sure. like us will get this question. Who directed Johnson, that episode? I was going to say before yep. you even asked. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> say Very yeah. good. 
Yep. Is that because he's so good at making stories that don't really pertain to the entire, <laughs> <laughs> the full plot of Dude, what he's he directed make. Ozymandias too in the final season, which a ton of very relevant stuff happens in that episode. That is true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. It's like the okay. most relevant. Here, here's the last question. I'm going to give it to Lucas because Niles pulled ahead. Because I'm crushing this quiz. Shut up. And this, this will it's be the last question though. What is the title of the Walt Whitman book? Hank looks at in Walter's bathroom. Mm. This is a big moment. I know I'll give it you. Is. I'll give you four options. Okay. Songs of myself, drum taps, leaves of grass. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Ooh, I want to say Oh, Captain, my Captain because Gil says that to him. I think while mm-hmm. they're hanging out, but I think it's the first one. Song of myself. No, it's Oh, Captain, my Captain. Both are incorrect. It is Leaves of Grass. Wow. That's Dang not it. what I would have guessed. <sighs> well, shout hey, out. And shout out. To, this, will... this sounds like I don't even know Breaking Bad at all. It sounds like I'm just the least. <laughs> I, Breaking Bad is my favorite TV show ever, and you just made me look like a squirrel. I just made you look stupid. all of our millions of adoring fans. I just seem like, oh, man, I'm so embarrassed. Give us one. What's the hardest question on there? Um, and we can do a buzz-in type thing. <laughs> I thought, uh, I thought it would be the uh, the Walt Whitman one. <laughs> no, the 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 raisin, the the, the elements one. Oh, the elements! <laughs> no, that's cakewalk, man. Are you kidding me? Are you even um, they do have it on every episode, so it's like okay, okay. BRBA. How's this? How about this? What is the name of the car wash that Bogdan sells to Skyler and Walter? Bogdan Tweeny Hut Junior. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say like. Express wash or Albuquerque wash or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's a quick quack. It's a tag and go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, all of these are so wrong. Oh, um, it's the A1A car wash. A1A. And she, yeah. Skyler says like 50 times in the last season, have, a, have an A1 day. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It's pretty annoying. Um, no. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's all for this. Yeah. No. Because the other ones are like, what's the name of the nursing home Hector is in? (laughs) Yeah. That's like not even. Okay. So what do I win? Um, you win a piece of Bronco. You win a free trip. Um, I've already paid the guy. You just need to meet him on the corner of Maple and 7th. Okay. Uh, he's going to. Come in a red van. He'll pick you oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and you know you're gonna have just the best vacation of your life. Great. Uh, and I... it it is permanent. <laughs> cool. So I get to live a little black and white life with a mustache and a cinnabon. I'm excited. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that yeah. Yeah, that's actually a question on here. Is what does it? he say? He says uh, managing a, a cinnabon in yeah. Omaha. Yeah, and... which is what actually happens in Better Call Saul. Oh, there you go. That's what he's doing. Well, good to know. The scenes where he's there are very brief, though, but... But they're potent as well. (laughs) They're potent because they're the one... Well, they have actual stakes for the character of Saul because it's like, what's going to happen? It's the future. So... (laughs) Right, right, right. That makes sense. Well, Lucas, you win this podcast intro. Woo!
welcome back. Uh, we are pumped again to talk about Breaking Bad today, as you can tell. Uh, but first, we're going to be getting into a little bit of the news, which this week there was quite a few things, if I recall. So if Lucas and Niall have their things, maybe there's like one or two things that I care about. And that's what I mean by a lot, quite a few. Well, okay. I have a, I have a fun piece of news. It's not the one that Niall wants to share. It is that similar character to the movie that Niall wants to talk about, but Jason Momoa has been cast as the main character in the Minecraft movie. Yeah, which is something. So, so I don't know. Steve. I don't know if he's going to be playing Steve <laughs> or if he's going to be playing someone else. But if he does play Steve, that's legendary. I love it he, so much. He pl- he's playing one of like the two voices. Yeah. that like talk to each other once you get the Ender Dragon. <laughs> yeah, I, seriously. I really don't know how that movie is going to work. But it was also announced that Rob McElhaney has been replaced by Jared Hess. Yeah. So our boy to direct, to direct the to Minecraft direct. movie. Uh, mm. Okay. So our boy Jared Hess has replaced our boy Rob McElhaney, which is kind of surprising which, that Jared Hess is that guy. I don't know if Rob McElhaney like dropped out or what. How that what's, all happened? What was like the last thing Jared Hess did? I feel like it's been a while. Mastermind. Well, he did that documentary series on Netflix, Murder Among the Mormons. But before that, I did not know that that was Jared Hess. Yep. He wow. Directed Among that. The Mormons. Interesting. Yep. Um, well, good on him. Yeah, so should be interesting, which means I'm going to try and use some of my dad's connections to Jared Hess and try and uh, work on that movie. We'll see that if that cool. can come to fruition, but on probably movie. probably not, but I mean, so it would be so sick. fun. Just be like reveling first, in this like... Minecraft. So I, think, I already I so fun. was confused about what that movie was going to be, and now that Jason Momoa is playing the lead, I'm like, it is this going to be some yeah. sort of like Dora the Explorer type? like? Yeah, he's got to yeah, be playing Steve. I, right? that. I mean, that's, that's he's got to be. If it's if not he's Steve, playing the then main I'm character, yeah, that's so. Funny. I just want to see him wearing jeans and a blue shirt. <laughs> yeah, blue green like seafoam shirt. With a that's all I pickaxe, want. Pickaxe just running around hacking it. What if they just and... ran this whole movie through like an eight bit filter? Oof. So every everyone just looks really pixelated, <laughs> but it's filmed live action. That would be an interesting creative choice. Do. It would be. Would you prefer it be live action, or be like Dude, animated? In the, well, because the animated. thing is, I, I'm interested to see the creative choices they can make in live action because there's not really anything you can do with a animated because it's already. No, it'd just all, be like it's just Angry the, Birds movie. Yeah, yeah, it's just already all that, and so I, I'm interested to see what they do with live action. I think the whole movie should be filmed in game. It's <laughs> like, hey, hey, crouch, 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 crouch. Man. If it doesn't have the HUD on the screen the whole time, <laughs> the things at the bottom. Wait, um, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Sorry, I was Speaking crouched. of Jason yeah. Momoa, <laughs> um, he, this is, a good segue for you, so this, is this is old news. He was confirmed to be in the tenth Fast and Furious movie, which mm. new news has been confirmed to be called. Fast X. Yeah! Fast Which X, is baby. Awesome. Woo! Perfect name. Super cool. That's a great name. Which means the is, next part is It is the first X. half of the finale, which means that 11 is got to be called um, Furious X. 11Zs. <laughs> it's got to be. They're, they're, I bet they're going to they're gonna keep calling it 10. That's good. And they're going to they're gonna cast Dominic Monaghan <laughs> in the oh. villain role, and it's going to be called 
Fast and Furious 11sies. No, my predictions for this is it is going to be like a... I feel like the last couple they've done... This last one was a reunion one. Yeah. But I feel like that's what they're going to try to do again. Yeah. It's not going to be a new villain. It'll probably be like... I agree. Because, dude, 9 already was like a filler movie. And then they're doing another filler. Yeah. So... Fast but, X, it's got to be Furious X, right? For the but 11th. if it's Furious X, that doesn't make sense because it's no, it the eleventh movie, which is why they would do it. Furious X I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when have they cared about what makes sense? Yeah, honestly. Okay, so the only thing they've cared about up to this point is making sure that the number is correct. Yeah. The no, well, even then, and so that's why. Even then, like the mean? third and fourth were not. Names. Well, yeah, I guess. And then they named <laughs> just... five, even though three is technically not main timeline. They're just like, whatever, it's part of it now. <laughs> um, so along those lines, I just want to read something to you that this is truly, like, I read this late at night. I was, like, hanging out with people, and I saw this on my suggested feed, and I was like, it, it, it my brain literally just could not process these words. So I'm going to read it to you. And I want you to tell me if you understand it. So it says, Yes, your opinion has always mattered. When the F-10 script came in, it excluded Mia Toretto, someone whom I've attributed the brotherhood of Dom and Brian to. I was so disappointed that I couldn't see how I could continue. After all, I wasn't going to make another fast unless Brian was back in four. I don't need to remind you of the petitions you sent for Letty's return for the end of five. Side note, you will never believe who corrected the very important role of Mia. My daughter, the Alpha Angel, who told the director very plainly and honestly, no Mia, no Fast 10. Ha ha. The irony is that the day she was born, I was filming with Jordana and Pablo, and it was Jordana who I first told. Profound, right? There isn't a day that goes by that I don't want to turn back time, talk Pablo out of heading back to L.A. that Thanksgiving weekend. Every Fast film I make must, at the core, always honor my brother Pablo. In the real world, I will always look after his family because in the real world, he is family. Okay, that's like Jeez. another paragraph, so I'm just going to stop there. Yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. just like Tur- dark nonsense so sentences. Is These Mia all... in it or is she not? Exactly. <laughs> then this is like a huge, like, look at this. Look at this. Let's huge, be honest. Mia's been word. like a an she's afterthought been, for a while. Seriously. Just well, yeah, Mia she's not is a part like, of it if she, Brian Nobody is cares about Mia. The fact she was yeah. in nine is absurd because her character doesn't like. Her and Brian are just so interconnected. It's like, oh yeah, I'm here, but Brian is. Uh, but if if she wasn't in the <laughs> movie, then if if she wasn't in the movie, then they wouldn't have been able to find that one Mexican guy in oh, yeah. all of Japan on because the very the... same corner that they happened to decide yeah. to get ramen. Yeah, that was perfect. Japan mm. is one very obviously studio set. <laughs> And they're like, hey, look, a Mexican flag. No one else in the country is Mexican. Let's, let's, let's go break in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's great news. Fast X. That's a good name. Fast X. Um, what, uh, other what news. Here's my Marvel news. Um, the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has been officially banned in Saudi Arabia Classic. for apparently contain, containing an element of LGBT... Um, something. I think it's the mm. character America Chavez is gay. America Chavez is, yeah, she's, yeah. So, um, kind of interesting. It's just not going to be available in Saudi Arabia. It's also, so, I think... Sorry to our Saudi fans. <laughs> sorry to this. this Shout yeah. out to our Saudi friends. friends. <laughs> we love you. We love you. 
and we'll you know talk hopefully, about the movie on here so you can hopefully get you become that more way, accepting one day and just watch it vicariously through our love of it of it yeah yeah we'll spoil the whole thing that's for one you. I, I need to see in imax dude so. that is gonna oh, big time uh, i'm not seeing it for the first time in imax because i'm in logan which doesn't have an imax theater but i will be seeing it in imax probably the week after yeah well, yeah. So, more news um, with superhero stuff. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Probably. But Ezra Miller's whole thing that's happening. <laughs> he just yeah, got arrested dude. for a second time in Hawaii. Second for, time like, in, like, second degree weeks. assault. Again. Both times were for assault. And so, it's like... <laughs> that's, that's, like, Warner Brothers' big boy. He's, like, one of the main characters in the Fantastic Beasts franchise, which is probably not going to get a fourth and fifth movie. So... Praise the heavens for that. Well, let's yeah. let's be real. With all the Grindelwald stuff, they'll just recast him. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't matter. I, I, no, I think it's that. I think it's the fact that it's not successful. This new one was you not. Just very get Barry successful. Keegan. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. And then for the Flash, <laughs> the though, other Ezra Miller. Type. Yeah. The, the Flash works Irish perfectly Ezra. because it's like you can just recast him in the multiverse at the end. It's like, oh hey, this is the new guy. Which yeah, is what Grant they better freaking do. Seriously. Dustin, baby. If they don't do that, it would be so dumb. It's like, come on. That's the one thing about the Flash TV show that they got right, I think, is yeah. the casting of Barry Allen. I agree. Grant Gustin is great. And it yes. ends, the show is going to end with the ninth season, is what people are pretty confidently oh. speculating. So what they could do is the, the show ends and then he just picks it up in next summer. Because the other thing is they have a full next year. Next summer. They have a full year to replace Ezra Miller at the end. They can use Ezra Miller for the full movie or whatever, but it just seems so absurd that they're going to use him still. Like, yeah. It's, it's just mm. crazy. Um, other well, superhero... The, the oh. hardest thing about casting The Flash is finding someone who's fast enough. Yeah, well, that that's is the really thing. hard. But And the thing that's is, Grant thing. Gustin has already proved he's very fast. So yeah, he's, you don't, he's incredibly you don't cast fast. A, you don't cast a Billy Elliot that can't sing and dance. Amen. And you don't cast the Flash if he can't run he faster can't run. than the speed of light. That's true. So it's just how Hollywood works. It's right? it's Hollywood. <laughs> it's all political. Anyway, um, other superhero news. I forgot that we haven't talked about this yet, but the Thor um, Love and Thunder oh, yeah, trailer was released. Well, teaser was released. I think that was this. That was this week. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, it it's good. But it didn't really get me hyped for the movie. It just got me hyped for a f- more full trailer, if uh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I disagree. I'm excited I think for it the hi- movie. It hyped me like crazy. I've watched it like five times. Oh, yeah. Like, even the Multiverse of Madness trailer, I'm like, I'm sure it's going to be dope, and it looks cool, but like, right. I'm not like incredibly excited for it. Sure. But just thinking that we could get another Thor Ragnarok, and I can experience that again oh, for the first dude, time. Oh, for real. Is so exciting. It's just yeah. euphoric. I love that and first one so much. Plus, there's, there's so many like scene, like set pieces. You can tell like all these like crazy different places oh, yeah. they're going yeah. to. So it's cool. going to be and nuts. characters, and I'm like, um, how do they weave this together? I don't want to know the plot. Another know? thing, go back and watch the trailer. There's a shot where Thor is in the middle of the screen, and Korg is on the right side of the screen, and there's just an empty blank spot on the left side of the screen. And there's been you a lot of rumors that out? somebody is has been digitally edited edited out of that shot, mm. um, and so people are trying to figure out like what <laughs> character would be in this movie that they don't <laughs> want us to know is in the movie. 
If it's so, Doctor Strange, I swear to God. <laughs> so go back and watch it um, and uh, give us your thoughts. It's kind of, I, I went uh, back and I think it's pretty obviously like no one would ever frame a shot like that. Yeah. Like with just, just Thor two. in the center and Korg on the side. And it's very much like should be split three ways, but isn't. He yeah. loves his symmetry too. Taika Waititi. Yeah, Taika is a lot very of symmetry. symmetrical boy so that's, that's um, one, a good catch. one thing i saw in a lot of the comments was like the last thing loki said to thor in infinity war was this the sun will shine like upon us once again or uh-huh. soon enough or something mm. like that and like this whole trailer he's like bathing in the sun uh-huh. and it's like that's kind of yeah that's kind of nice that's the one yeah. thing about this movie where i'm like their dynamic was so good in ragnarok that i'm really gonna miss it in this yeah yeah because they're same with like him and uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. It was cool. So, but it'll be cool to have the Guardians. Like, it'll be cool yeah, to see kind of how His dynamic they... with Star-Lord that we got to see, <laughs> albeit briefly, in Infinity War uh, and Endgame is fun. Like, I'm it's excited. really exciting. I'm so excited so. more than that. Even the, the one joke in this trailer. Yeah. You're just like, that, that is just like, so I'm funny. I'm excited to see the kind of power struggle develop you know yeah even with it being a teaser like it kind of outlines it pretty well like it shows how like he starts off with the guardians and then the guardians go off and do their guardians three thing and then whatever else like continues but it's it's exciting that they're like picking up the thread from endgame where he was with the guardians and i'm so excited for the workout montage that i'm sure is going to be so <laughs> yeah, hilarious too. and because it's like you can see him with the beard and he's like fat and he's doing the chain thing and yeah, it's just gonna be so cool. Uh, it's gonna be great. Put like stuff. a Taika workout montage. Yeah, it's oh be man, so funny. it's gonna be so cool. Um, plus the sweet, sweet. I don't know about you guys. This is a little off topic, but I can never hear "Sweet Child of Mine" anymore without thinking of the Step Brothers scene. Oh <laughs> yep. yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Where they're in the car singing. Yeah, dude. and I can sing high like this. <laughs> It's a good movie. That's a uh, movie anyway. I need to rewatch. It's been a while. Movie funny. That's it. It's pretty funny. Movie funny, movie You game. know what's not funny? What? Methamphetamine. That's pretty mm. funny to me. Oh. It's funny well, sounding to say. It is a funny sounding word. It's funny to see people um, who are on meth. I disagree. I don't, I don't know if I agree with uh, that. Funny. Especially with Breaking oh. Bad, one, one thing that they do is they don't romanticize using drugs in the slightest it's like it looks horrible whenever anyone's doing (laughs) drugs you're just like like all the people who do drugs on the show you're just like kind of like ugh, i don't like being around them i don't like (laughs) looking at them all that stuff had i had i not already made up my mind to not do drugs (laughs) this show would be i think the main thing that would like participate in my decision of never doing drugs ever (laughs) What about with, you know what it, what about it with does romanticize uh, what about with, chemistry? It does. It does. That's true. And like science. Chemi- it makes me want to. Like, science is dope. Well, what about with. Yo. I watch this show and I'm like, maybe I could make. Me-. Like, he doesn't. It's not that yeah, hard. He's yeah. doing like. <laughs> you just got to get the aluminum foil. Yeah. You just have to. It's like yeah. baking. You just have to make sure yeah. you're getting your percentages right. You don't want to poison yourself with phosphine, though. That's true. True. I was gonna say, what, what about but, and the... how are you gonna get your hands on some methylamine? Oh, true. We gotta steal Roll it. that barrel, bro. We gotta steal Roll that it. barrel. <laughs> um, what about the Roll romanticization of uh, drugs with Jane? I thought they really romanticized it with her. 
Well, they put it in a um, romantic setting. I don't know about romanticizing, though. I thought, yeah, the when way... she's like choking on her own vomit. Yeah, choking I don't on your think own that... vomit and dying doesn't sound very romantic to me. I thought that was the biggest appeal for the use of drugs. I was like, wow, that's a bold choice of them to promote drug use so heavily on this show. <laughs> yeah, By fair. showing that it can rid you of Kristen Ritter. <laughs> oh, brutal. <laughs> I like her. I do too. <laughs> Me too. I just, you know. And she's great in chance. this. <laughs> she's, yeah. Yeah, it's anyway. a bummer she's only around for one season. They definitely, I think, regretted that mm. decision. But yeah, also, but it's like, so powerful. It works. Like, um, yeah, it works well. What's her name? The the new girl. Oh, the I can't remember her name. Son. But she's great. Yeah. That gets, gets murked at the end. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's get your, now that we've already spoiled half the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we did that warning. Oh, yeah. Also, Walt dies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Walt Jr. <laughs> dies at the end. Walt lives on. Walt lives. Lives on. He, he beats runs cancer the and runs the empire indefinitely. Sits on a throne of, of murked people throughout, this, <laughs> throughout the series. He literally builds himself an ivory tower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, a skyscraper. That's the, that's over the twist. Turkey. Season Everyone season six. Bummed. He goes. He becomes an African poacher. <laughs> goes and poaches a bunch of elephants and steals ivory and makes a literal ivory tower. Yeah. Let's. What are your guys' like overall thoughts? I know we've talked a little bit about it because on our favorite uh, TV show episode, you both said Breaking Bad. As in mm-hmm. your top ten, I don't know if I did, yeah. but it had been a while since I watched it. Um, but but tell me tell me why, like just in a general sense, why the show is ranked among your favorites, and and for many people, you know, across the world, it's one of their favorites. So so why why is that? Good. Well, I think it good. Um, I think one of the big reasons, and we talked a little bit about this. Um, I can't remember if it was last episode or a couple episodes ago. We were talking about how good art kind of makes you, puts you in the place of the main character, right? And I think that um, Walt is somehow the like such a relatable character, even though he's doing these things that are just so outlandish, you know, and like, no, of course, that we would never do that. But because it shows the process of him going from like regular, everyday, normal guy to doing this and you see his mental justification every step along the way for why this is an okay thing to do. It makes you feel like, Oh, I'm in this. I'm part of this. And of course, like it's just inherently compelling to watch somebody, you know, do something they shouldn't and, and like barely get away with it. And the, the continual kind of like cat and mouse nature of the show of like him always staying just barely one step ahead, even like if that, you know, mm-hmm. because he's also the worst liar ever. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. you, you watch him basically just like by the skin of his teeth, get away with this. And it honestly, it feels a little bit like light at the end of a tunnel where you're like, I know he's going to get caught. It's just a matter of when. And like, I just want to see how it plays out, you know? And it's like, even if you didn't love it, I can't imagine you watching like the first three episodes and not wanting to continue, mm. you know? And I think that's a big part of why it's so successful other than, you know, the artistry of the cinematography and the music choices and all of that. The acting is, is so wonderful. Good. 
So the one but, thing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You can finish it. No, no, no. Go for it. I was going to say, with, I did watch, actually, just recently, the first three episodes with my roommate, and he was like, I don't know that I can do this. It's too much for me. And I was like, yeah, that's fair, right. but also shut up about it because it's the best thing yeah. ever. <laughs> fair, but <laughs> shut up and watch shut it. Up shut up and watch it. it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Niall just hit it all in the head. I, I think that just the characters are just so engaging, and you're just so mm-hmm. genuinely interested to see how they do different things and the more characters they introduce the more invested you are in the show and it's just like Mm -hmm. it's cool to see the clever things that they come up with to get uh, Walt out of admitting that he's doing drugs or like they keep like twisting and turning with like the gambling and then Skylar eventually finds out so they have to keep lying to Walt Jr. and then they keep after lying to Hank and then Marie and like all these there's just so many different Mm -hmm. levels that it just keeps getting more and more convoluted as he gets more and more powerful and rich um so it's just so oh i just love it it's just every time i like even just watching those first three episodes of my room and i'm like oh man i don't i can't rewatch this show like i don't have the time to (laughs) to just watch this entire show again um but it's just so good it's it's just so engaging yeah i think one the one thing that really stood out to me this time now i watched it back in high school um and i thought it was good right I think the scenes that were great were great. And then it was just kind of routine watching it. It wasn't maybe as engaged as it should have been, especially Mm. towards the end. Yeah, I get that. So, like, sitting back down and committing myself to actually watching every episode has been such a better experience. Even though I don't have the shock of, like, the ATM. Yeah. Oh, man. Or, like, the shock of the the turtle. That kind of stuff. I already know what's coming. But just seeing how well-crafted the story is and the writing is. That's Danny Trejo, right? Yeah. (laughs) I think so, yeah, yeah. Um, Tortuga. It it was so awesome. Um, The one thing that really stood out to me, though, is how real every single character felt and how real, like, the world was. Mm. It didn't feel like some, like, I don't know, perfect or uh, just like a... How do I even say it? Just fantasized, romanticized world? Yeah, it's not a fantasized... Yeah, exactly. It's It feels like if I drove into Albuquerque, I would just talk to these people on the show. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, no, this is like the Breaking Bad world. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I think when they show Mexico, I think that's a romanticized Breaking oh, Bad yeah, version yeah. of Mexico. But everything in Albuquerque is just so, so grounded. Yeah. And it's it's it really feels like... this. The characters are real, and so the stakes are therefore real, you know? Yeah. And so it, it plays really, really well. And at, at the beginning of the show, to kind of expand on that a little bit, they, um, like, it's already a very developed world and backstory. Like, with the Grey Matter thing, for example, and, and yeah. like his friend Elliot. Even just in the very like episode. All of that, That's that comes up in, what, the second, third episode, something like that. They go to the, the Grey Matter thing. Yeah, the house party. Yeah. House thing. And that's when not, I think... Not house party. Yeah. I think a house party and an open house are two yeah. different things. I, went, I, I remember seeing that for the first time, though, and kind of going like, oh, there's like a lot that's already happened in the story that we're just going to kind of have to catch up on. And I love the idea of like, this show starts where like Walt's journey as... A, like a you know a drug manufacturer begins but it doesn't start where Walt's story 
as a person begins, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's really cool that they came in already with this really developed world, which is a, a problem that I have with a lot of like sitcom type stuff, like The Office and Parks and Rec, for example. You kind of just start in season two because season one, the show's still kind of figuring out what it's trying to be. But with this show, it knew exactly what it wanted to be from the very first minute of the show, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same with, like, Walter's Absolutely. character. Like, you can just how prideful he is oh, as a yeah. person. Yeah. And it's like, why did these events in his past lead him to be so, like, prideful? Like, you know, he, prideful he, about yeah. his work and about, yeah. you know, everything. They, that's what I love, too, is that they began with the end in mind, which is what most shows do not do. And they benefited so much from it. It's like, this is how it's going to end. This is how many seasons we're going to have. This is how it's going to arc. This is what's going to happen to all the characters. And I'm sure, you know, stuff comes up. Like, they create new characters or, you know, have side arcs and whatever. But they had the basic or overarching they, plan in mind before they began. They don't kill Jesse off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Crazy. That's, then they have to readjust. Yeah. But no, that's definitely true. It, it feels like... The best shows do that, like you were saying. Oh. I think one great example is Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like just a cartoon show where they just kept pumping it out. It's like, no, they had exactly the story in mind, yeah. and then they fleshed it out along the way. And there's only three seasons of that show, which is like super rare for... Yeah. Like yeah. cartoon shows, like SpongeBob has infinite seasons. and I mean, to be fair, Avatar <laughs> is very different, but... Um, yeah, I mean, a prime example of when they did not do that is uh, Lost... They started with no ending in mind. Uh, they're just like, oh, all these fun character ideas and things. And then they're like, <laughs> we have no idea how to end it. And so they just kind of Polar bears. It. They're all snorting coke <laughs> off of each other. And it's like, polar bears, there's underground people. It's actually technologically advanced island. I still love Lost. <laughs> let, me, let, me be, let me be clear. But uh, Breaking Bad does it better. Um, Having not seen a single episode of that show and then just like listening to YouTube fight it out. <laughs> like Dude, honestly, the first I'm about it. The first season of nothing else is phenomenal. Like the first season of yeah. Lost is so good. But then it's because that's what they had planned for. Yeah. It's solely mystery. There's no nothing is answered in the first season. It's solely mystery. And then I I would say most of the mystery they pay off pretty well. But just and then the seasons what? 2 through like Eight? There's Aren't seven. There, um, seven. I, I really it's think... It's just them going, okay, we gotta answer all of this stuff now? I really think only the last <laughs> season suffers from that. Mm. I think one it's because that's where or, Because that's, that's where they, they had yeah. to culminate. They couldn't yeah. drag out the, yeah. the question marks any longer. Yeah. Well, as we've, as we've talked, I don't think the final season of a show can, you know, kill the entire show. You know? So, like, mm. with, uh, obviously, Game of Thrones, the last season is rushed... And they make sure. a couple choices you can't really agree with. However, that doesn't mean it's a bad show. Right. It's. Uh, I was actually going to rewatch Game of Thrones. I, I think I told you guys yeah. this. Yeah. I was going to rewatch it, but I didn't have like an HBO account at like access to it at the moment. And I was like, well, well, I wanted like a good drama. I'll rewatch Breaking Bad. And here we are. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you pumped, so dude. You blew out. through that. You blasted That's through. That's so impressive. I you... Well, I to be fair, I was sick. I was sick for like a week. Right. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, my, my, my class schedule has been pretty chill. So, anyway. So, what I was going to say with Walter's let's... Pride, because that, like, even just rewatching these few episodes, like... Walter's pride is just like you just want to like wring his neck sometimes. You're like, dog, if you were not so yeah. prideful, you could have had all this stuff solved. 
And even yeah, like I totally like I understand donating money to Walter Jr.'s website. Yeah. He's like, I don't want them to think, you know, people donate. Yeah. I I want them to know I earned yeah, exactly. this money. Yeah. This is and my the, contribution. The Grey Matter episode. The Grey Matter is the big example. They are gonna pay for all of his treatment. Yep. And, and he's, he's like, like no. He's like, no. Yeah. Well I, that that one that, I get a lot more because he got screwed over so hard. You get it a lot more, yeah. but, but it's, it's still, still like, like to dude, me, you could have that episode <laughs> makes me like genuinely angry. Yeah. Cause I'm like, you could have solved the whole problem. Yeah. By just like accepting help. And he's like, no. He's like, no. Oh, mm. it it fills me up with a primal kind of rage. Gotta tell you. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. So with that, with Walt's character and his pride and everything, what point in the show do you guys think is the point where Walt breaks bad, so to speak, where he goes from being the guy who is just trying to make money to pay for his cancer treatment and to just, you know, provide for his family to, I'm doing this because I want to... Um, make money and be a drug kingpin it's not like altruistic anymore it's solely motivated by the fact that he just wants to make money i don't think he ever fully accepts that until the very end but there is a there well there's not a definitive point either it's it's pretty subjective as right. to when it actually happens but what when do you guys think personally i want jared to go first since he's it's the fresh yeah, i was gonna say most jared fresh go first yeah i think like you guys were saying it's really because he's justifying it every step of the way to himself, to other people, like you really can see his thought process. And a lot of the times it works. You're like, it makes sense when they kill Gale, for example. Yeah. Because if they don't kill him, they will both yeah, die. They, and it's sad and it sucks, but that is the, that's the root of it. That scene, the dude, one the look on Jesse's face in that scene. It's so sad. It's so sad. And the thing is, that's the, that was the end of a season too. Like that was the season yeah. finale ends with a gunshot. And you're like, <laughs> Well, was that like a fake out or like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the box cutter is like the first episode of the next Oh, yeah. What a episode one. Yeah. So, um, but for me, it's when, when we find out that Walter White, uh, poisons Brock. Oh, Um, yeah. That is, that's the point where, you know, that might not have been the, like the, he basically, Walt poisons this kid um, to make Jesse think that uh, Gustavo killed him, mm-hmm. basically. Well, he doesn't die, um, him, right? He doesn't, sorry, he doesn't die. But he is but in he, the hospital, yeah. He is in the hospital. Um, and so, and that's kind of the thing that drives Walt and Jesse apart in the end. And it really is like, it's Walt going against everything that like Jesse was about you know he's like i don't want anyone to get hurt especially kids that was a big thing for him and then now walt is putting kids in danger even though obviously walt says he's like don't you think i calculated it don't you know don't you think i gave him just as much yeah you know so he wouldn't be hurt you know but still it's like at that point there might have been a different way to solve it but he chose a more violent and a more yeah uh, a, a route that put people in danger especially people that jesse his friend cared about Uh so yeah i think that's where he steps over the line um and that's like season four so it takes a while for him like other all the other murders or or things he does i feel like are at least justifiable but that's yeah that's 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 where he steps over the line you're saying 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the end of season four or something, right? Like, it's the end of a season, I think. It's it's the end of season four where you find out that he did yeah, it. Yeah, where you find out he did it, yep. Because it's after yeah, Gus and everything. <laughs> yeah, because right. it shows, it shows like, the, plant. the plant. Oh, dude. At, They're so subtle with that stuff. And it's it just yeah. pays off so well. Like, awesome. I just love it. Because, like, half a season before or something like that, he's, like, looking at the plant. Uh-huh. He gets the idea and he, like, leaves. But you don't get what he's yeah. doing until the end of the yep. season. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, I that's interesting that you say that because I think that you're right. However, I think that Oof. I I would go way earlier. Yeah, I think you might go season two, huh? I'm going season two. There are two different things. First of all, there's the scene where we first really see like Heisenberg. Yeah, which is when he goes into Tuco's place and oh, throws the dude, sodium thing at the ground. It's so cool. Um, is that season two? Or is that that's season, season two? Mm. Because um, he's not—he's not. He's not um... I thought Tuco was only in season one. I, is it well, season he, one? He's in—he's in the beginning. Oh, in of the beginning of season. Two. I thought I it was it's... at the very beginning of season two. No, I think it's at maybe it's one. season but one. It's yeah, all... it's all whatever. Either that's way, getting, that's getting put Either way, it, but... it's amazing. Um, the other one I think is in season two, and it's the scene where um, he he runs over the two guys in his car to save Jesse. Oh, is that season yeah. two? Uh, that is season two. I want to say, I think it is. Mm. And, um, mm. it might yes. be later, maybe season. Three. No, because that's, that's what leads them to end up killing Gail. I think. Well, season Gail is the end of season. So that's got to be in season three yeah. then. So it would have been okay. Um, because yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's still further along, but, but the thing is, is those guys just murdered a child. Yeah. <laughs> those guys just murdered a child. But so here's like, the thing. This is the time where we see instead of instead of Walt killing someone to save his own life or um like like in the first episode with the with the phosphane gas um it's him hmm. setting out to go and do this thing rather than basically just kind of like which is equally reprehensible I guess but just kind of saying like monkey you know like closing my eyes monkey no see monkey no do (laughs) like like if i just you know cover my eyes cover my ears pretend nothing's happening i'm clean you know and like maybe Mm. this other person will die but i can at least get out but he's like no i'm in this i'm gonna go and kill these two dudes with my car yeah (laughs) and like i remember seeing that scene and and like like uncontrollably my arm like my hand went up and covered my mouth and i was like no there way. are a few scenes in like the show i can't yeah. believe like, <laughs> that this just happened and the reason like the reason that i cite that scene is because of that reaction that i had in the moment where i was yeah. like i cannot believe that he just did this and that's where mm. i was like okay he's like at this point the the walt that was in episode one is no longer present no See, which is such an interesting, like, it kind of flip-flops, you know, it's like, there is Heisenberg as a character, there's Walter White as a character, and slowly he's becoming more on the Heisenberg side of the spectrum, but every once in a while, like, he flips back to Waltz, he flips back. Oh yeah, big time. And that is just, it's really, really well done. Yep. I've I've got a few things. Um, First of all, the very first episode, this is a thing I noticed with uh, Simultaneous with Better Call Saul. Um, is that the, so in the very first episode when they're watching the TV with Hank for his 50th birthday and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, there was this, this big 
sting or whatever is like eight hundred thousand dollars. I'm pretty sure that happens in Better Call Saul, like at the end of season five, and so I'm pretty sure season six is going along simultaneously at the same time as Wait. when Breaking Bad started, because Saul is not mm, introduced until season two, like halfway through season two. So they've got right. a little bit of leeway to overlap, um, and it's interesting too because like um, Saul. I totally lost what I was going to say, but it's, oh, so the, I was going to say the entire show of Breaking Bad <laughs> takes place across one year and then it time jumps another year. So pretty much all five seasons take place one year. Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul is a, a lot longer um, in the time frame that it takes place in. So I think it's going to slow down and go along simultaneously and then they'll probably start bleeding in, which is super exciting because Better Call Saul also is very good. Um, oh, it'd be fun to have uh, Brian Cranston back on set if they could get him. Or well, I, I haven't seen. I was gonna say I, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil is. anything. Um, okay, okay, okay. But it, I Thank agree, you. it would be cool. Um, but the so there's an argument to be made. I think that he in the very first episode when he decides to do meth, like that's really where it changes mm-hmm. because. To do meth as in make make meth, meth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to do to do meth as a career, I mean, not to do meth as a drug. <laughs> to pr- to pursue, yeah. Because to pursue, the, to pursue the the area of meth, yeah. Because he he knows he has his friends. Like I I think he subconsciously is already in it. Obviously, he gets way worse, but from the very beginning, just choosing meth as his way to get money to pay for his cancer surgery is like mm-hmm. he's already justifying decisions that he doesn't need to be. And then obviously like he kills that guy with the phosphine like immediately. And then the other guy they have to kill like murder, kill a lot more slowly. So messed up, dude. That and so yeah, like, that, that that's all. Like, yeah. That's all first yeah. season. Like oh. that's very, very but early on. And here's, but so there's an argument to be made there. No, that's not where I think it is though. I think he really like, quote unquote breaks bad when he lets um what's her name not die i said it early yeah jane when he walks in sees her choking and just lets it happen and he doesn't do anything about it he doesn't contact (sighs) anyone he just sees her choking and die basically or almost die and then leaves and lets her finish dying and that's pretty early on like at that point like he's like i need to do what's best for me because by killing her jesse's going to be less distracted he's going to be in a more emotionally vulnerable state like he is just so manipulative mm-hmm. with all of the characters around him to get them to do exactly yeah. what they want and as soon as they start to like have free independent thought of what he wants to do he's like something needs to happen so that you get back in line and obviously yeah. by the end of the show the characters have like if if they start close to him they they spread further and further out until they're past the point of no return and they're not going to support him anymore but it's just so like it's just so cool to just see how it all evolves and how he just yeah. tries so hard to be the, like the all the all controlling power in his life and it just falls apart ultimately because of that i i'll say the reason i went with brock instead of jane <clears throat> is because brock he actively went out to harm this person and he didn't show any remorse yeah. for it. Right. Right. With Jane, you could tell, like, he is, like... Unhappy. Like, f- freaking out and, like, sad and, like, scared watching it happen. And he just lets it happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's more passive. I kind of get it. You know what I mean? But, like, at the same time, all of it's bad. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, with, with the Jane thing, you could also make an argument for when he tells Jesse, like, I was there. 
And well, that that's like that's not till the end, though, right? That's, that's like the that's finale. like at the very end. Oh yeah, <laughs> but like yeah. it's it's messed up how like in the moment he was like really freaked out, messed up by it, but mm. then like, then he's, like he's so willing to just use it as like a just a you know another manipulation tactic of just like I was there, yeah. you know, and like. He's like almost like proud of himself uh-huh. when he's saying like it's just oh it's so twisted. Yeah. He it's uh have you guys seen El Camino the movie? I have not. not. Oh, you guys should. It's really really good. Like it's I've I've heard it's okay, but it's just interesting to see what happens. I there. it's really hard for me to not like a Breaking Bad thing. So I love it. That's also fair. It's like I I think it's on the same like level of like suspense and like all that stuff with it. It's it can't be as good because it's just so hard to reach that level. But I still really really loved it. Um, Jesse Plemons, big boy. Jesse Plemons, big boy. That is a pretty big continuity <laughs> error because in season five he's a thin young kid, and then they you know years pass and he's gained a ton of weight and he's like old. But it's supposed to take place simultaneous <laughs> as season five. Um, anyway, regardless of that, I I do think Jane was really like a huge point for Jesse, and then just like taking that away was just so brutal for Walt That's to do. That's a good do. answer. Um, but I think they're all good answers. So, I mean, in this, we've talked a lot about the side characters that they interact with. We have Brock. We have Jane. We have Hank. We have Marie. Gustavo. Gale. You know, all of these characters who, like we were saying, Saul, yes, all of these characters who are very much in this world and community feel just like actual people you know doing their day-to-day right even if they're in a meth lab it's like no you get this person they feel grounded they feel like an honest real person um so i wanted to know with the exception of like like walt and jesse what like what side character or what actor gave the best performance like supporting performance i guess i'll say um lucas i think you should go first because doing this podcast i'm monopolizing my bedroom and so my roommate has to come in and change his clothes so i'm gonna mute my (laughs) mic so we're not hearing rustling Uh, but i'm still listening okay um so i think gus because gus i think is just such a good antagonist it's like you can't say villain because walt is not a good guy so it's like, but like, just, just as a foil to Walt, he works so well. Just Giancarlo Esposito as an actor is, he just plays that role so well. And I love it so much. He's just so like evil and calculating in the box cutter episode where he just like, just knifes that guy's Doesn't... neck. And that guy oh. is in Better Call Saul too. Like he's all in Breaking Bad. And it's just like, they, they have a huge relationship spanning years and he just yeah. knifes him like it's nothing. And just all these decisions he makes, like just with his power and like with Los Pollos Hermanos, all that stuff is just so, oh, I just love it so much. And I, I think it totally works for him to die in season four. It would have been drawn out if they had kept him in season five. And with that as well, like his arc culminates perfectly with it ending in season four and leaving the, you know, the stepping stone for Walt to become the new kingpin in season five. I just yeah. love it so much. No, it is great. I think, like like we were talking about, he has such a rich backstory that's already established, right? Yeah. Like, when it shows flashbacks to him in Mexico, uh-huh. 
it is like it's so hard to like like with walt you like hate him but you're also like on his side a little bit and it's hard to tell like where your allegiance lies a lot of the time and he he plays it super well and like you were saying as with the antagonists like even his wife skylar is like a big roadblock Uh of for waltz trying to get what he wants um and so it's like everyone in the show is basically an antagonist to this really selfish prideful man Mm -hmm. so Um, that's a that's a great answer I'm going to talk about a dude who's not an antagonist. Um, my, I think the best performance from a supporting actor has to be Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Um, as Saul Goodman. From the <laughs> so very good. moment that he's introduced, like, he's kind of your favorite character a little bit, right? And it's like, he's a very um, Shakespearean comedic relief in the middle of like the most tragic story that could possibly exist, you know, he, every time he's on screen, he still really contributes to the story. Like you don't feel like any time he's, um, there's a meeting between Walt and, and Saul, you don't feel like, why is this happening? You know, like it's still very key and important, but Bob Odenkirk just perfectly encapsulates that, like, dirty lawyer like almost more of a used car salesman than he is like a lawyer Uh, you know mm -hmm. and just very like gimmicky he he nails it it's the performance itself is absolutely phenomenal but then the character's role in the show where it's basically like as soon as he gets to the point walt gets to the point where um basically there's no more progress to be made and you as the viewer are like okay how's it gonna go up from here um Saul comes in and he kind of starts providing the like okay here are the next steps here's the other stuff that you can do and I like that because I remember some of my favorite parts of the show are when he's in when Walt is in Gus's um like super lab and there's like nothing hindering him, you know, he's when he's not like he's separated from Skylar and he's living in his own place and he's working in the super lab and you're just kind of like, oh, like you feel because he's a bad person doing bad things, but you're kind of like, okay, like there's no obstacles right now. Uh-huh. This is super nice. And it's like, like a breath of like relief and fresh air that like, okay, he's just operating and Saul is like the reason that any of that stuff happens. Mm-hmm. He basically facilitates the forward progress and next steps for Walt, which is, I don't know. And also, he's just fun. Like, anytime Bob Odenkirk is in anything, I'm I like, love it, yeah, dude. man. Like, I this is Bob perfect. Odenkirk. I agree. And he just, he crushes it. I love his obsession with laser tag rather than the <laughs> the car wash. Like, yeah, he's so yeah. He's set like, come on, laser, laser tag. It's like idea. a big idea. Yeah. I think that that's brilliant. I just, I don't know. And Gus is like, honestly, I could talk this passionately about basically every character in this show. Yeah. Even like Marie. Yeah. She's great. I hate her so much. Gossipy. Like, (laughs) and she's great. She's, yeah. I would hate to be related to her. Oh, yeah. But she plays that role so, so well. It's it's, my answer. Yeah. I was going to say, it's just crazy that, like, all these characters, like I, I always think that character is above plot. 
But with this show, plot is not sacrificed by how good the characters are. Like, both are just at the absolute top that they could be. And yeah. it just works so well. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think the one character that adds most to the realism of the show and who makes it, I don't know, just so feel so grounded is uh, Dean Norris as Hank nice, Schrader. Yeah. Um, and episode, like even episode one, he's like, he, you understand his character so well as like that one guy in the office who's always cracking jokes who should be reported to HR a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, eh. you know, everyone, he's very likable. Um, he's good at his job. He's great at his job, even. Um, he's a family man. He loves his wife. And then he's dealing with, like, stress, anxiety, you know, trauma from his work with the DEA the whole time. And it's like every season you get to see a different aspect of his character. And he always has to be on his A game as an actor. Um, whether he's like, well... This season, you're crippled, man. You know, you're yeah. just in the hospital, and now you're, like, super depressed. Or this this season, you know, you are you just saw, like, a bunch of guys die in front of yeah. you, you know, working in, in, like, next to the border, and you know. And so there's, like, so many areas and aspects to him, but he's always, like, willing to, to like, be the nice guy, or, you know, be, like, an anchor for his family uh, and he'll like i don't know he also has like a bit of a pride issue oh yeah <laughs> throughout I'm sure. the show which i but think is why same... it takes him so long to figure out waltz is behind it all but yeah yeah definitely so i i don't know i just big big props to that that his character and what they were able to do with him um and just his his ability to pull it off. He's not you don't I don't feel like I hear Dean Norris's name a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no. But like but uh um, Except for the memes that know, have come Bob out. Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. Walt, you yeah. sussy baka. You sussy baka. <laughs> you sussy baka. It's like it seems like there's a traitor yeah, among a little us. <laughs> sus lately. It is. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the, Dean and then the happy and sad Hank. <laughs> yeah. Um Dude, he's one of the people who I think his career was a little bit ruined by this. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's not much. Whoa, that picture. Jared's showing us a picture right now where he looks like Dean Norris as animated by the Star Wars Rebels animation team. Here's uh, Walter Schrader and Hank White. Oh, no. Oh, oh gross. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I hate those pictures. Okay, we might have to share those to the Insty Post so that yeah, people yeah. can see what we're what we're reeling about. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's great. His uh, he's so good. His final line is so brutal too, where he's like, "Well, yeah. you're the smartest man I know, but even I saw that they were gonna kill me like as soon as they started talking, and then." They shoot him, and it's just like, oof. Like, it's just brutal. Yeah. Like, everyone dies in this show that can. Like, everyone yeah. except for, like, Skyler and Walt Jr. and Saul. Like, everyone else just gets absolutely obliterated. Yeah. And Jesse, I guess. But, man, it's just so... Oh, it's a lot. It's heartbreaking, yeah. the whole thing. Well, I don't know. So, we, we kind of started <laughs> talking a little bit about this... Uh, in one of the questions, and then we talked a little bit about it in the other one, and now we're going to talk more about it in this one. Yeah. Okay. And that yeah. is, we, we, if you've ever listened to this show before, you know that we love to talk about moments. 
not necessarily whole episodes or even scenes, but just moments that happen um, that kind of like stick with you. And so I'm straying from my standard find a weird hypothetical question that makes us all think and like pitch a TV show that this should be crossed over with or something. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about saying like, now take your character and pitch a spin-off. Yeah. Show, pitch like a spin-off. Better Call I Saul. thought about but doing then I was a like, Better Call Saul spin-off. I'm like if I had to guess which two characters I'll say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think seriously. they already kind of have a spin-off Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, what moments do you guys like would you say are like the most impactful or your favorite or just the best? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, even just watching it every episode, I was like, yeah, that's such a good, Oh yeah. Oh, that is so good. Oh man. You know, and, and some of the moments, like I said, didn't hit like, or weren't as impactful on the rewatch because it lost the shock factor, but there are still moments that you're just like, that is incredible. And I, I'll, I'll say like I'll say a couple. The one big one that like I knew, <laughs> as soon as I saw the room that they were in, I remembered what happened. But I couldn't. I didn't. I totally forgot about it. And that's when Gus died. Oh yeah. And they're yeah. in the nursing uh, home, and yeah. I was like, oh man. And that hit me again. That moment yeah. is so good because oh. Walt wins. Oh, oh yeah, you know, it's like one of those. One moments. of the few where he just unequivocally just. Yeah. He just blows blows them yeah, out of the wall no. quite literally <laughs> I, I remember at the end of season four i finished season four and i was kind of thinking so that's it right yeah like it's over because like it should have been the, the way that it ends is walt is on the phone with skylar and he's like we won yeah yeah and then he yeah. hangs up the phone and then the season ends yeah. and you're kind of like Okay, there you go, yeah. right? But then I remember season but, five yeah, started, you, and immediately I was like, "Oh, there's still a lot of loose ends yeah, you, that they're yeah. going to be wrapping." You up. really cannot end this show without having Walter die. Like the very first right. episode is like, "You are dying soon, no doubt." It's a right. question of like mm-hmm. how long you have. It's not a question of like whether or not you will die because it's going to happen. So I just feel like it would have been unsatisfying if they would have left him in a spot where he could keep doing drug stuff. Like, I, I right. love the end of season four no. so much, but it had to end with mm-hmm. him dying. Like, there was no other way but, to really, really do it. Yeah. But back to Jared's answer, like, <laughs> I really do think that that moment is just, like, it's so cool. Love it. it yeah, mm-hmm. it really is just, like, that checkmate type, like, okay, he's on top. Yeah, and and I love it when the villain, it's it's you get this a lot with like really good shows. As soon as the person realizes they've lost, yeah. and they're just like uh, so panicked, yeah. like he, Hector's ringing the bell, Incas, no, yeah, yeah <laughs> he like become you just get to see that half a moment of unhinged Gus. Would yeah. you never see that because he's mm-hmm. always so composed? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and like calculating, but you just get to see him like yell no for half a second, and then <laughs> the explosion happens. And yeah. that moment is like honestly like scarier Gus than like most of the other stuff that you've seen because he's mm-hmm. just like, oh, he's like actually showing emotion right now. Yeah. Like Walt really won. It's it's yeah. really interesting watching better call saul with that too because it almost makes gus more like relatable like more he, he becomes more sympathetic especially yeah, with his, you see him earlier in the career yeah, and everything especially with yeah. his relationship to hector and like you see i think it's in breaking bad where you see hector kill his friend right 
Yeah. yeah. So he are we already know in Breaking Bad already that they hate each other, and it's just part of me like I love it so much, but I hate also that Hector won too because Hector is horrible. Like even though they both yeah. die, it's like Hector ends with the higher like hand over Gus, which I I kind of yeah. hate, but like in a good way. Um, yeah. And then it 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 works so well too. Because it's after Gus has had his winning moment, too. Like, he's been able to kill all those guys in Mexico, and he won, so to speak, yeah. and then he then yeah. loses. But, like, it's nice that Gus has a moment of, like, cool, I'm on top, but ultimately it just works in Walt's favor. Because then Walt yeah. is like, nah, it's me, baby. And so he's, he's just like, yeah, he just got <laughs> rid of everyone by proxy, and it just works so well. Yeah, I had, cool. I had another scene in mind well i guess i guess the scene where i'll say this my favorite scene in the whole show is the train heist i think that is so thrilling it's It's like old school western feel and you can just see like everything like starting it's like a perfect heist where you have a plan the plan's going well something comes up in the plan you have to readjust and you watch walt choose money over safety. yeah you know yeah. he takes the risk knowing you could like get them all killed and like he's the one making that decision mm-hmm. yeah and it's like you can see exactly where his priorities yeah. are. and and it's the it's the perfect version of what the show has done so many times up to that point which is the kind of like race against the clock like the, like you know if this goes one second too long yeah. everything's going to be ruined, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And they do that or a one, lot in the one show. One slip yeah. up. Yeah, they exactly. They don't get enough water in the, in the, exactly. the and, Yeah. So oh, you, you see stealing that, methylamine, like, right? That's the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. They're stealing a chemical. Yeah. It's you, so you, cool. I love so it. Sick. And how they just, like, they put it in that huge tub <laughs> underground. Like, yeah. it's so awesome. It's brilliant. And then, of but course. But you see that a lot in the show of those kind of, like, tension, like, if one thing even goes kind of wrong, everything is going to fall apart. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. scene is just like the ultimate version of that feeling that the show has given you so many times up to that point. And then it just ends so brutally with Jesse Plemons just shooting that kid. It's just like, because they went like, yeah. right, they have the like, oh, cool, we won. And then it's just the kid and he kills him. It's like, what? Yeah. It's, yeah. And that's that's where my mom, because that's like halfway through season yeah. five, yeah, right? Yeah, it's almost to the end. Yeah. Um, my mom watched that episode and she had to set the show down for like six months to a year. She was like, I, I can't oh, deal so with it. Like, that's, so that's sad. way too much. Yeah. Every... She, like she watched that. And then like the next episode that starts out with them, like dissolving the, Oh, the, the kid. kid. She yeah. was just like, no, can't <laughs> yeah, do it. that's, that's a good point. Yeah. She did end up finishing it and she loved breaking yeah. that, but good. Shout out to Kel. My, Kel. I'll give you shout out to Kel. It's yeah, been a it's been a bit, yeah. <laughs> um, my last thing is not like a specific scene or anything like that, but anytime he puts on the hat, yep. and as mm. soon as he gets his new car, like the new, oh, car, I love the new car and the hat, that like combo with his, his with the Heisenberg persona, just, just yeah. his like full on committing the to Walt it. drip, <laughs> the yeah, Walt dude. drip. <laughs> It's awesome. It's so great. Yeah, it's awesome. Lucas, yeah. moment. Moment, man. This is such a freaking hard question. Because um, it's like like you're saying, there's just so many points of the show where it's just like, oh, how could it like, how could it get any better? I, I honestly, I think that that last step, like near the end with Ozymandias, 
just that episode, I think, like with them in the desert where Hank dies, Jesse barely survives, like he gets kidnapped and then enslaved, and then Walt like is trying to figure everything out. I just think, and then uh, Hank's uh, partner, I can't remember his name, dies there too. Gomez, Gomez, yeah. It's just like, it's so brutal. But at the same time, it's like, man, it's all been kind of building to this. Like, it's all, it was going to collapse in on itself at some point. And part of me doesn't love the neo Nazis being the one that do that over Gus. But again, Gus's finale was so perfect. You don't really want to mess yeah. with that. Um, but. Well, in the freaking, when he is screaming, he's like, Jack! Jack, yeah. I will give you eighty million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Do not shoot yeah. this man. And you're just like, oh, this is so hard. I know it's brutal. And then they take the money yeah, anyway. They do oh. both. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's very up. very painful. But it's just such a good moment. Um, that and I think just the very finale of the show where <laughs> Walt does die. Like I just think yeah. the way that he pretty much kills himself like works super well. For the fact, like with his pride and everything, like his little mechanical thing, like it works. It went out on his but terms. But it, it kill, it like shoots him in the process, like kind of unintentionally. But like he, but like well, the he, cancer didn't he, kill him. He, he killed, killed him. him exactly. Like yeah. he went out on his own. He planned. He planned. Yeah, to he die. planned to like, die. He was telling yeah, Skyler, yeah. he's like, I'm, I'm yeah. leaving. Like I'm not he, coming back. He was either going to die so. by them or his own hand, and so the bullet ricochet just yeah. did exactly what he wanted. And yeah, yeah it was, it was him. And, it wasn't the cancer that did it. So yeah. And leading up to it, that conversation that he has with Skylar, where she's like, if you say that you did this for the family one more time, and he's like, no, I did it for yeah. me. I did yeah. it because I like it. I did it, it for yep. me. That, that, <laughs> that so moment good. in the show as that well moment. kind of justifies the idea that even since the very beginning, he was doing it for himself. Like, even yeah. if it was subconscious, the whole time, it was never for, like, the family, for the mummy. It was because he wanted, it was his pride. Like, he just wanted to do it. Um, yeah. And I just another great moment is in season five when the guy like is bringing him his supplies and he's like, "I'll give you ten thousand dollars to stay like a half hour or however much like absurd amount of money." Oh yeah, just because yeah, he's yeah. so lonely. And the guy's yeah. like, "Okay, fine." And it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So quick fun fact about the last episode before I tell you about my moments that I liked. Um, the final episode of the show is called Felina, um, which is made up of three different chemical um names off of the periodic table fe for iron li for lithium and na for sodium um which if you kind of translate that to what those uh substances are found in um translates to blood meth and tears oh nice. which is super cool Sick. and so that's the the true name of the final episode is blood, meth blood and that's tears. such a cool <laughs> so that's awesome. kind of that's a fun trivia. fact yeah that's, yeah it's that's a good cool. it's that's, a good trivia see, piece see lucas that's why nile won not yeah, you. shut up. Because I can pass, I can pass the hardest Breaking Bad quiz on the internet. <laughs> if you, for those who can't see, uh, Lucas is contorting his face like Hector Salamanca <laughs> with the lip lip twitch. Dude, I got good at that in yeah. high school. It's been a while, but I got really good at doing the Hector Salamanca lip. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um. So I, I think so. One of my favorite moments. Oh, did you? Were, I thought you already answered. I haven't okay, sorry, shared my sorry, moments. No, you did. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite moments is when there is the sniper at Gus's compound, and he's you know shooting oh, a bunch yeah. of Gus's workers, 
and Gus just stands up and walks outside. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And he's like, no, get out, get out of and here. And they're, they're <laughs> shooting, like, at his feet and everything, and he just holds his arms out to the side. And he's just, like, so confident, and he's such a, you know, like a chess player in his head. He knows what the other person is trying to accomplish, and because of that, he doesn't fear for his life mm. or for anything. And I, I think that that moment, I was really like, okay, Gus is so scary. Like, yeah. he's absolutely terrifying, and I don't want to be, you know, around him. Um, of course, the, the sodium explosion in Tuco's place I, is Super just sick. amazing. So, so good. Oh, yeah. um, I want to go back and rewatch like, the uh, the Mythbusters episodes. Oh, oh that's yeah. a good idea. I might do that today, these, actually. like, these yeah. chemical stunts that they do like burning through a yeah lock actually that's a really good idea melting bodies and stuff yeah anyway yeah. sorry keep going keep going now um but i think all time my favorite moment and it's more of a scene is where where skyler Hank... goes i where she sings where she sings happy, happy birthday, birthday to ted, <laughs> ted banneke <laughs> Um, Actually, the IF to it is a good moment. It is really so good. good. It is rough, really good. and it's right before they just like sit down to dinner. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love it. Oh, it's so, so messed up, dude. It's... <laughs> Jeez, so man. But um, my my one is when Hank has finally tracked down the RV, and Walt mm. is inside oh, the yes, RV, dude. Yes. And you're watching that scene, and you're just like, it's over. I know, I know, because I'm watching this in 2022, that there are multiple seasons after this yeah. moment, but this is yeah. over. <laughs> this it's is done it. here. Yeah. Like, there's like, no way that more is coming that? after and that. And the way they do. And the way oh, that Walt man. gets out of it, by, yeah, making a call that Hank's family has been hurt. Oh, yeah. 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 It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that Marie's in the hospital, It the, like... I, I was maybe double resting heart rate watching that scene. <laughs> Just like, I, oh, goodness. It still feels fills me with just like this insane, unbridled, like, tension that I just can't, like, get away from. So good. Yeah. I, I really Dude, just, I'll give that to you. I think that is great. one of the oh, best, so awesome. best moments. It's That's so great. good. I, um, man, see, we're talking about all these great moments and all these great characters this is why you need to watch Better Call Saul, Jared, because it ties in so well. And like, it, it's about Saul, right? But it's also equally yeah. as much about Mike and all these other characters. Like basically yeah. every character mm. that they can bring in, they do. And I'm sure there will be even more that they haven't brought in yet. Oh, we are going to talk about Mike season six. in this yeah. episode. Like Mike is such a good character. Mike, Mike is, is awesome. I'm sure. All, like there's so many. I'm sure we'll talk about him. When, when we, talk when about we do Better, Better Call Saul, Saul, if we make yeah. the goal of doing a Better Call Saul episode after season six ends, like in August or September, that gives you plenty yeah. of time to watch it. Because there are all five seasons are on Netflix. Yeah, my, I just don't want to... I just need yeah. a break. Oh, no, I, I just watched it. like 70 yeah. hours of Breaking Absolutely. Bad in like two days. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but Better Call Saul really is amazing. And for the listeners out there who have not watched Breaking Bad, who you should not be at this minute yeah. of this podcast if you've not seen Breaking Bad... Um, my sister has not seen Breaking Bad, Ooh. but she has watched Better Call Saul, oh, and Better Call Saul is like her favorite show. 
So you don't need to watch Breaking Bad in order to fully enjoy Better Call Saul. But it does make as, it better. As kind of a standalone. However, all of the little connections and things that you get to see make it a lot, a lot better. And it's really, really cool. But Better Call Saul really does kind of stand on its own. And I'm really excited to see season six, yeah. you know? How does everything end? How does it wrap yep. up? And so. even just the first couple episodes that I've watched so far, I'm just, oh, I love them so much. How many episodes are out two. as of recording? As of today, two. two. Yeah, and they're going to do one a week until May, and then they're doing uh, they're doing a period of waiting, and then they're doing the rest in July to August. So there's like a two-month gap for some reason. But it's 13 episodes, so it's the longest season, and it'll make it one episode longer than Breaking Bad. Wow. Mm. So... Dude, I'm so excited to watch it. <laughs> it's well, th- boys, thank you so much for letting me talk about Breaking Bad. Yeah, and me, no dude. Problem. All this does, all this does, is make me want to rewatch it again. And I, <laughs> I want to. I just it. rewatched I it last it. year. Like I'm like, oh, I don't have time for this, but cool. also I want to. Like, hey, it's hey, so hey, good. Game of Thrones. Yeah, but I'm watching I, Sopranos I right even, now. <laughs> Sopranos is really after, after. Ooh, Gabagool. I even just opened my Netflix to kind of look at some episode like summaries to kind of figure out where things happened, and it was like continue, like resume season three because that's like where I got to in my last rewatch before mm. I kind of trailed off and started watching other stuff. And I'm like, should I resume? Like, am I just the gonna thing finish is, it off start, real quick? It's so hard to stop. I know. Like, it's insane. Eesh, man. Eesh. Well, um, thank you guys for, yeah, that conversation. I'm going to go ahead and make a quick announcement about next week's episode topic so that it can Ooh. be sealed in the, in the weave of fate. And that is that next week's episode is Skyrim. We're going to talk about my favorite game. I'm so excited. So, uh, yeah, that's what we'll be talking about next week. Jared, you want to bring us home? Well, guys, go ahead and pour one out this weekend for Jesse, who had it worst of all. And we will see you next week on another Man Cave Movie Night Monday. See ya. See ya.